All right, we are set for another episode of the Georgia Podcast. Rich Casanova here in our Buckhead Studios. We've got a great guest here. We're going to have an um, interesting conversation with on uh, in several areas. Uh, Jaquel Tucker, she's the um, CEO and uh, founder, president, all things. <laughs> she, I imagine you wear a couple of hats over there, right? Absolutely. <laughs> That's at the Global Hospitality Expert Solutions, which speaking of, she has lots of um, background, over 25 years experience in the hospitality industry. We're going to be talking about um, her uh, her book, her recent book as an author, talk about her nonprofits uh, that she's um, created as well as one that she's uh, passionate about as well. So uh, stand by for that. That's coming up all next on the Georgia Podcast. Welcome to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com and by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co-working, private offices and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at serendipitylabs.com. Now join Rich Casanova, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks. Okay, we introduced our guest, uh, Jaquel Tucker, uh, before we went live, and uh, she's still here in the studio, so we'll, I say welcome <laughs> back, but we, none of us left, right? Uh, as I mentioned, she's a seasoned sales leader with over 25 years' experience in the hospitality industry. As a former director of sales and marketing, she founded Global Hospitality Expert Solutions to continue your passion for the uh, serving the hospitality industry, right? Yes. So we're going uh, to have a lot of conversation about that transition, and that was a leap of faith, a jump, whatever, right? Huge. Right? <laughs> After that many years of security and uh, you, you, when you start your new venture, which you talk about, we were just kind of talking about before we went on the air about your book. I was, re- uh, was coming, skimming through th- some of the chapters. And it's um, it's a definite leap of faith and a jump that you have to make. And it's uh, you're leaving that security, that safety net, right? Yes or yes? Yes, yes. Your comfort zone, <laughs> right? everything. Yeah. Um, and you, uh, so for your new venture, Global Hospitality uh, uh, Expert Solutions, you provide consulting services, sales and customer uh, service training, and business development to the hospitality and tourism is- industry, which is great because this isn't just book knowledge, right? You didn't right. come right out of school and like, uh, the, here's the theory of how it should work in the industry. Right. You've been there. Done I that, have got lived the scars, it. right? <laughs> the battle scars, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, and in our next segment, we'll be talking about yeah, some of you two, your nonprofit ventures, but let's jump right into the hospitality industry. So, um, um, so besides your bio right there, give us some, uh, a thumbnail sketch of what that looked like over the years and some of the, um, types of, uh, you know, companies that you worked for and what, what capacities, I guess, as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I, hospitality is my blood. You okay. know, I'm from Jamaica, so it's all about <laughs> right. tourism and beaches. Yeah, so I, I've always wanted to do hospitality. And so that's what I went to school for. I had gotten a scholarship to the University of Maine. Okay. So I do have a degree. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you so went from Jamaica to Maine. Yes. <laughs> that's a book right there, That's right? another book. That's another show, Rich. <laughs> okay. Hey, before we get into this, I wanted to make sure everybody knows if they're listening, they can check out your website right now, maybe kind of surf around. Uh, so what's the website uh, there for you? It's ghes-hospitality.com. Okay, that G-H-E-S stands for the Global Hospitality Expert Solutions, but yes. that's a much shorter version of the much. website. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to punish anyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so again, it's uh, G-H-E-S-hospitality.com. Okay, so yes. go ahead. So we were back in Maine, yeah. 
Yeah, so we're, we're back in Maine. And of <laughs> course, you know, really great experience and, you know, taught me a lot. You know, went back to Jamaica and I work for the Jamaica Tourist Board there. Okay. I actually was responsible for managing uh, the piers when the cruise ships came in. Oh, wow. And going I, I was there. I got oh, off the cruise ship. Yes. I have seen you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, going on the U.S. Navy Coast Guard boats when they would come oh, wow. in. Yeah. So it was just an absolutely amazing experience. Manage the information officers who would share information to tourists. And, you know, so that was my foot into hospitality after school and then uh, left that and uh, moved back to the U.S. and started in hotels here. So now, um, give a day in the life of in Jamaica as, I mean, what capacity, when you say hospitality, uh-huh. was it, you know, ho- uh, hotels or excursions or um, corporate events or all of that? or uh... Yeah. Now, so when I worked in hospitality in Jamaica, like I said, I was located at the tourist board office working okay. for tourism action plan. So they approve all the infrastructure um, responsible for, you know, managing tourism. And so I, I did work briefly at a hotel at the front desk and okay. then went to work at the tourist board office. And so I was really involved in the whole um tourism as far as visitors coming to Jamaica, making sure they had the information they need for attractions, recommendations, um, knew about all the hotels really and the attractions. And it was actually our company that would inspect hotels. So I had a great relationship with them. And so just was able to see kind of go in and see the operations, but really delved more into it once I moved back to the U.S. and actually worked at a property here. And then, but uh, back to the tourism board in Jamaica, so was that um, we involved in sales and marketing for you know the brand Jamaica as a brand, or is it more a government position, just making sure all the uh, moving parts were in the right places from a legal perspective or a, a government structure or what? Well, the office actually did that. So there were different components of yeah. all of her different jobs. Okay. And so you had that, you know, marketing team right. that would go out and market Jamaica right. and, you know, get all the ads done and so forth. So my position, I was actually an information officer oh, supervisor okay. Okay. where I was responsible for making sure that we were represented well locally to okay. tourists coming. So when they come off the, yeah. the cruise ships, right. you <laughs> know, the I logistics did, yeah. of getting around, giving them all the information they need let okay. them know what awaits them All right exactly <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. what to do and not to do what whatever to do yeah, yeah. And not to do yeah. and then really getting to have that relationship with all the hotels and attractions right so that we can tell everyone about them and um, the continuity services. of messaging and Ex- stuff exactly okay exactly cool. and then um so then what brought you to the back to the states i guess then so, of course, I mean, amazing opportunities. <laughs> what right. else? Yeah. <laughs> right. So now you're working for the uh, U.S. Uh, ambassador's office pretty soon here, whatever, yeah. <laughs> we, we'll see if I can add that yeah, yeah. to my plate. Right, yeah. <laughs> But so you moved here when? What year? Uh, about um, when was that? About back in 94, 95. Right to Atlanta? To, to New Jersey. Oh, okay. My parents were there at the time. Okay, so gotcha. I moved to New Jersey where they were and from Jamaica to New Jersey, another cold transition. I know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> at some point you ended up back here in the South. Whatever. I yeah, know. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, uh, and then, so now leaving Jamaica, New Jersey, and then in Atlanta, what were some of the roles or capacities in the industry that you, that you uh, did. Okay, so 
I found this amazing company that I transferred uh, with here at Davidson Hotels and Resorts. So they have quite a number of hotels. But I was here in Buckhead at the Doubletree Buckhead for about eight and a half years. Is it that long? (laughs) Because we were talking before the year. So you were at Original Studio at Lenox Center and you guys every year bring my cookies for us. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So now let's talk about your new uh, initiative. When did this launch, the Global uh, Hospitality Expert Solutions? So just right on about three years ago. Okay. So I did leave Buckhead after eight and a half years, went right. to Galleria okay. at the Wyndham Gallery for right. a year, and okay. then transitioned into this role. Yeah. So to so talk about this transition. So what spurred, because you could have stayed in the, um, you know, had that sweet, cushy job, yes. whatever, right? <laughs> so uh, what was the, what was the, was there a... A final straw or just like uh, something internally you just had to, you had a, uh, a need you wanted mm-hmm. to fulfill. I mean, why that, why the move? Why the jump? You know, there's always something that triggers that, but yeah. you know, we've always, you know, you always think about it. You know, you get to that point right. where you feel that, you know, I think I should be doing something else. Right. I love the industry. Yeah. Um, but maybe take a step off property and see how I can provide solutions right. in other ways. Things that I've experienced that I, I know now I have some expertise in right. that I can certainly provide to the industry. Um, but also largely because I had started my nonprofit, the Jamaica Project USA, right. and that was starting to really grow rapidly. Yeah. So I could no longer do the 15 hours oh, yeah, right. on property daily. <laughs> right. So I it, something needed to give and I needed to find that flexibility doing both um, ventures that I love yeah. um, and but also making sure that I was giving back, uh, had the time and space to give back to both industries. Um, so in those early days of uh, launching this, um, were there some sleepless nights of like, uh, did I right, make the right move, whatever? What did the family think about it? I mean... I have those right now. <laughs> Exactly. Don't we all as entrepreneurs <laughs> want to read? Yeah, can we just tell everybody that? Can we Let's just get real? Yeah, right. You never get settled where you're like, yes, this yes, is it. it's, it's such an ongoing journey. You yeah, know that. Oh, right? 100%, 100%. But that's part of the thrill ride or whatever. Right. right? Um, okay, so, but in those early days, what were some of the, uh, the wins? You're like, okay, I made the right move. And what are some of the, like, uh, oh, you took that deep breath and you're like, you know, maybe I should, did you ever look back and say, um, you know, maybe I need to put my resume back on the, back in the, the circuit? You know, when people have asked me that, I think because of the reasons why I took that leap, that huge jump, yeah. it just means I could never go back. Yeah, you all know, in, yeah. Never say never, but I just could not, I knew I wasn't going to be able to go back in that capacity. Right. But, you know, there have been, you know, countless days where, you know, it's it's sink or swim. Uh, yeah. And you've got to 100%. figure out why are you doing this? So a part of why I'm also doing global hospitality is to help support the Jamaica Project. Right. And, you know, my giving back initiative, especially to students and, you know, whether it's in Jamaica or right. recently as I started doing here. And really it in the end, it all ties together where I'm still, you know, giving back to the hospitality industry. So and, and it's limit. The opportunities are limitless. The ceiling is off. Right. I exactly. Think, yeah. Yeah. And I think I was just called to be greater right, than yeah. having the lid Re- the, on. Yeah. The restrictions. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. OK, so let's talk about this. Uh, that You have two nonprofits you're involved in. The first one, uh, you're actually the executive director and founder, and that's the uh, Jamaican Project uh, USA. That's and your mission there is to transform rural communities and schools in Jamaica, your native country. Uh, talk about that. What does that look like? And uh, you know, what's what's your 
what some of the stories or progress uh, reports, if you will. Oh, it's just amazing, and that is one of the the things that fuels me every day. Um, you know, I started this nonprofit because I grew up in a rural community and in you know really extreme poverty, but you know. I, I made it out because of education. And so my thing is, whatever is happening nowadays in society, and especially for our young ladies, we've got to be educated. You know, that's our way out. There is not going to be anything else. And so education is a big thing for me. Um, when you talk about real transformation, what I'd like to see is, you know, I call myself, I'm a just one. I'm just one person that made it out and did well. And now I'm able to reach back and help. So if I could just help one other student to do that, then I would have made a difference. And so that's the investment in education. So right. we go there annually on a mission trip. We okay. work on school projects. Right. Actually, Hilton was one of the sponsors of our first oh, uh, wow. major project. You know, we had a school of 200 students. Wow. Um, library in very bad shape. No yeah. computer labs, no computers. Wow. And so we were able to get them a computer lab in two days. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 45 wow. Hilton employees <laughs> um, from their four properties in Jamaica. We came together, did that. Um, had the chefs come up, do, wow. you know, cooking classes. Classes, but we, we brought everything in computers, books for the libraries, we painted, repurposed space. It was incredible. And so those type of projects continue. We do that every year we go. We work on at least three schools. Um, and now we are looking at long term transformation. So we're investing in the younger generation. So this year, our second year, we were able to um, gain sponsorship for 40 students for the school year. This September through next June, last year we did 36. Wow. Um, I mean, you kind of hit on something. Um, when you transform people's environments or those kids' environments, you transform, you transform people, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, and so you also mentioned about poverty. I don't know that the average uh, tourist is really uh, aware of on the other side of the island or mm-hmm. you know outside of the tourist locations of the extreme it's and it's really the extreme, uh, uh, you know, one end of the spectrum to the other, right? Because mm-hmm. when you arrive, it looks like, um, you know, beautiful, beautiful and beaches, resort, party, and just a great time. Yep, and, and um, that's how everyone lives. Right, <laughs> right, right, exactly, right. <laughs> for the for the few days that they're there, yeah. But yes. um, uh, so that that's a huge undertaking to kind of transform. Uh, I mean, it almost goes back to your former job. Now you're in a role, uh, maybe uh, part of the nonprofit is to communicate that message, the other side of Jamaica, mm-hmm. if you will, right? Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. And, uh, when and we, the need. And the need. Yeah. Healthcare, uh, you know, challenges there. This year on our mission trip, we took a medical team. It was about 42 of us from here. So we were able to have all the students in the schools that we visited seen. Right. We had a dentist, optometrist, you know, doctors practicing internal medicine. Um, but we want kids to be inspired. We okay. want them to see that. We want them to see us coming and giving back and investing in them, knowing that we care. Because, like I said, we do go rural. Right. And when I say rural, I'm talking about their communities where, you know, um, still no running water. Wow. Because that's how it is where I'm from. It's, right. It's almost like it's stuck in time. No running water. Yeah. Um, there are people who still cook on wood fire, but it's the wow. best food you'll ever have. And the <laughs> no doubt. People, no doubt about that. Yeah. You know? And so that's an authentic way of living. Um, what we want to see, though, is the future generation continuing to um, more and more of them excel and come back right. and give back 
help the next generation. And that's how you start generational transformation. Yeah, uh, that's very well said. <laughs> you know, right? I think you, you covered a lot of ground there. Um, so, so it's all about uh, investing in the future generation, uh, giving back. Now, uh, what's a ask, I guess, before we move on to our next topic about your second uh, nonprofit in your book? So for the um, Jamaican Project USA, how can people help or get involved or, or what's your needs there, I guess? Yeah, so we have, you know, also on our site, top 10 ways to get involved. You know, we I talked about sponsorship of students. We're getting ready to do that again soon. Right. You know, just $200 okay. will sponsor a student. You know, we do mostly age groups 7 to 10 years old right. before high school because they're also dropping out. So yeah. if we can't even get them to high school, they're already in a lot of trouble. So we focus on that age group. You know, that gets them their uniforms and books and so forth. Um we do have a huge, you know, shipping costs that uh, for Jamaica as well. A huge needs down there when we go, or we're talking about school supplies, hygienic supplies, and basic food staples. Just the basic stuff, yes. right? That Just the granted, basics. Yeah. And everyone, can I tell you, they are so grateful I can imagine, when we yeah. go, even yeah. if it's a pencil. Right. If you want to see kids get excited, <laughs> just give them a pencil. I wow. mean, they're just grateful. I mean, it's just like... Yeah. Um, uh, it's a bit of surreal because I'm just picturing in my mind, you know, the kids that live here and just like, um, you know, how they, they don't have a clue uh, how good they have it or whatever, right? Yes. And yes. maybe if you had some of uh, the kids from schools here go down there, mm-hmm. it, it could transform their life. I like right? that idea. You know, I like that. Because if and and then um, yeah, because I'm I'm thinking if you can get some schools involved here, it kind of like as a sister city relationship mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so you pick a city, and then those schools will help go down along with the trip to volunteer because they'll interact at that which is third grade to seventh grade yes. levels, right? Yes. And uh, that mission project get them involved. I'm sure some of the churches organizations would love to be do that. And then when that kid. Uh, or that early, it it um it really makes an impact that can carry them through their life, and then they can, as they grow, will kind of probably um continue to contribute with what you're doing, mm-hmm. but they can kind of have that um that pen pal relationship as well. That came right, with to that mind kid, kind of adopt pal. a kid, right? Yes, you know, and yes. so they can be brothers or sisters um from the foreign countries. And yes. when, when, now when that kid is complaining about, you know, their batteries running low on their, you know, tablet, mm-hmm. hopefully in their mind, they'll be like, you know, this kid didn't even have a pencil. Right. 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 So, exactly. I yeah, love, I'm getting, I'm I love kid, that. I'm glad I came here today. Yeah, me, right? me too. I'm getting chill, <laughs> but I'm getting chills just picturing the ripple effect with, with the impact that can make. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. Unfortunately, we got to now we switch to uh, two other topics here. Um, but again, so um, the website for that will is there a link at the Global Hospitality Expert Solutions to your nonprofit as well? Yes. Or, if okay. you go on Global Hospitality, there's a link to the That's Jamaica the Project way, yeah, USA. Yeah. And then also, if you just simply went to jaqueltucker.com, you okay. can click links to all these different ventures. Cool. And we'll put this on the web, on the show postings as well, as well as your LinkedIn, all that good stuff. Okay. So our next uh, topic is talking about uh, nonprofits. You're also uh, involved the, um, on the International Advisory Board member uh, for Caring for Others. Um, it's the second largest disaster relief nonprofit organization in the Southeast, which is on a mission to eradicate poverty in America and internationally. 
Yes. So talk oh, to us about that group. I'm telling you, this nonprofit is changing lives. They're based in Atlanta. Okay. And uh, oh, yeah. this is Lean Shockley. She's from Guyana. And uh, she's just an absolutely great mentor to myself as well. And they're a great partner for Jamaica. So even this year, they rolled out their No Bare Souls in Jamaica, where they gave us 150 pairs of shoes, new okay. shoes. Everything that Caring for Others yeah. gives is brand new because it's all about dignity but um, also eradicating poverty. So we serve here locally um, in Georgia. We had um, a back to school right. where, you know, the goal is to try to serve at least 2,000 students here wow. back to school. That's pretty so aggressive. So we set yeah. up and there is uh, consistently food drives going on where we're packing bags of groceries and um, distributing it to local families here in Georgia. So the, it's a great partnership because we're not only just serving in Jamaica and having a partnership where they help us to serve, help us to serve there, right. but we as the Jamaica Project USA team are really now on the ground here partnering with local organizations to basically give back to local communities here in Atlanta. Yeah, because um, we've had uh, former, well, the founder of the uh, Atlanta Community Food Bank, Bill Bolin's in the yes. studio. And um, when you hear some of the, the stats, it's just staggering that it's happening right here in our neighborhood. In our you know, backyard, yeah. Of kids, and the, one of the biggest needs is uh, during the summer when there's no school lunch program, right? And, right, um, they need food at home, yes. Yeah, you know. Um, and so I like that. So what else do they do for the, uh, the caring for others? What are some of the other initiatives? But is that the main drive? So, uh, yeah, the basics are, um, providing food, you know, clothing individuals have gone there to get assistance with, you know, especially the elderly with okay. household bills to be paid okay. and so forth. Um, some people may remember caring for others as being one of the, the biggest um, facilitators of getting items to working with the Bahamas Council okay. General to get um, items to the Bahamas disaster relief. Right, right. They were also there as well. Um, a part of the team was also in the Bahamas. So okay. that was the main one of the main organizations that was able to get items there. And, and also when you hear of any, any natural disasters here, flooding, hurricanes, whatever, caring for others is also deploying, you know, um, uh, semis, you know, down to whether it's 10 to a dozen to the different areas wow. in the U.S. Yeah. But, you know, it's about rolling up your sleeves and getting to right, work. Exactly, so yeah. they will not be out there, Miss Shockley. They're not out there <laughs> tooting their horn. Here we are. Right, yeah. So some people will say, who, what, yeah, yeah. caring for others. Right. But this nonprofit, I am telling you quietly, they're making such a big impact in the lives of yeah. others. Um. Yeah, so definitely check that out as well at um, your website and links there as well. So, um, and they need volunteers as well. Okay, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of work there that needs to be done. Uh, yeah, we've had in um, uh, Team Rubicon, mm-hmm. they do, uh, it's a veterans based disaster relief. And just hearing um, just some of the things that, you know, somebody has to have their hands on that project and start mm-hmm. moving stuff around and take action. You know, it can't all be just done in board meetings or on websites right. or, you know, yeah. And just not donating money. At some point people have to get involved, right? Yes, exactly. But the money is also important. Oh yeah. Exactly. No, I'm not discounting <laughs> yes. that. No one would discount that. Yeah. Because by the way, we're, we're looking to build our first rural community resource center in Jamaica. Okay. And so we're looking to fundraise for that as well. So common play area for the community kids, um, a library computer, a lot something that's very functional 
Okay, so um, just want to remind our listeners who's listening to the Georgia podcast here, Rich Casanova uh, hosting today's episode in our Buckhead studio on uh, Powered by the Pro Business Channel. So uh, Jaquel Tucker is our guest. She's uh, the founder, CEO, uh, wears a few hats, as we mentioned, on at Global <laughs> Hospitality Experts. You can check them out at G-H-E-S hospitality.com. Okay, so our final segment here, so we uh, have a, a copy on the table here of your book. Um, hot off the press. Hot off the press, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I had to cool it down with, with a little bit of ice water here, yeah. But it's, uh, so it's time for your, tra- your, in all caps, your transition is the title of the book. Um, and the subtitle is Get the Real Deal from an Entrepreneur Who Made the Big Jump. So this is what we we're talking about in the, in the first segment of all the years in hospitality and you could have stayed there, uh, but you took this leap of faith, this jump, and you haven't looked back, and it's just um, been quite a ride. So um, what would someone expect, you know, uh, by reading this book? Who's your audience, I guess, for this book first? Yeah. You know, there are so many people nowadays that are at a crossroads, right. and even if they're they're working in, you know, corporate America, it might not be necessarily that particular job, may not necessarily be what they're doing, but there's a feeling of, you know, I should be doing something else, I'm right. not fulfilled, it, it's monotonous getting up every day, or yeah. don't want to go to your job, you know, frankly... We're here not just to exist. Right. We were here to live within the passion of who we are. Right. And it's already naturally within you. So a part of what I explore in the book, which is a workbook actually, is help you figure out what it is that you should be doing with your life that you'll want to get up every day and do. And then, of course, if you're thinking of making that big jump from corporate America, you really don't want it to be a knee-jerk reaction right. where you just go in one day, okay, I can't stand this anymore, that coworker or my boss and then I'm just going to resign and start my own business. It may seem glamorous or sound great, but there is a lot that needs to go into it. So it helps you through the thought process of, you know, here are things I really need to think about, make sure I have in place before I do that. Um, It just helps you to be more prepared and give you more confidence. So you're able to make that jump because knowledge is power. Knowledge is everything. hundred percent. Yes. And this isn't, I'm just looking at uh, some of the chapters we talked to. I was, some of the titles grabbed my attention as before before we went on the air. But um, uh, one thing that's cool, cool about this is this looks like a uh, it's not a textbook theory kind of idea because it actually came about, you mentioned before we went on the air, about all these questions that people would ask you over the years, right? Mm-hmm. So you really designed it as to address those uh, questions that most people have, but also, as you mentioned, uh, it's in a workbook format, so you, it's interactive. And for example, I'm looking at chapter two is a great title, but talking about roadblocks. And so not only is it just getting you some insight, but it's asking you questions as you go through the book. For example, what's holding you back, mm-hmm. right? Is it is it finance or obligations, uh, healthcare concerns, you know, and the most powerful probably thing is, um, I, would, I would imagine for the whole book, what's your why? Yes. Right? Because, yes. um, you know, we have so many opportunities in, the, uh, in this day and age with the United States, but also just technology. There's so many, mm-hmm. it's this whole rise of the gig economy, right? Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to fall in the t- typical corporate structure, but even if you're, but if you're in that role, you can make an impact as a leader within that organization or doing what you're doing, you know, right? Mm-hmm. But whether you're employed or you're the employer, mm-hmm. 
what's your what's your why? Why are you there, right? Exactly. And it, it's got to be more than just making money, guys. Yeah. You know, it's got to be more than, um, you know, I want to develop the next app and all this because I want right. to be a millionaire right. or start my own business because I want to sleep late whenever I like <laughs> right, and exactly. take off whenever <laughs> I like. That's an option? I didn't that know that was an option. great, yeah. but <laughs> somebody told you wrong or maybe we're making it look, look wrong. Right, right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's got to be that reason that you're going to go back to when uh, things are on the line and you're at that point, hey, sink or swim, or you have really difficult days, that the thought of quitting is not going to cross your mind because here is why you're doing it. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of quitting, I heard a great phrase that said, never quit on a bad day. Right. Right? Because we're all going to have those experience, right? Exactly. Um, Everything's a season. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Love that. And then um, finally, another thing that jumped out is this uh, concept of the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what is that about? Um, oh, it's so exciting. Um, you know, because you step away and you're like, oh, I've started my yeah, own thing. I got my I business, business my card. business card, my logo. <laughs> oh, look at this website. I love it. Right? Like, it's so great, you know. And then you start thinking, you know, and I'm going to have all these clients because, of oh, course, yeah. every friend and every family <laughs> and every coworker, colleague yeah. I've said, do it. We're going to support you. And, yeah. you know, you think. I'll send out a newsletter. Everybody will click on it. And they'll buy. They'll go right to the shopping cart. Right, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> and then day two hits, right? And day two hits. <laughs> like, you know, rub- like I said, you know, it's it's good to enjoy. Yes. Great. Breathe. I've started this. Be excited. But also get to work. Roll up your <laughs> right. sleeves yeah. and get to work. Right. <laughs> That should be the title of your next book because you said that twice now. Roll up your sleeves, yeah. Get to work. <laughs> it's not gonna, yeah. It's not gonna work. This business is not gonna work unless you do. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's a that's a great one too. So uh, we're almost out of time here. So uh, Jaquel, is there anything else? Um, uh, you know, you want to give a shout out to or a call to action or uh, or actually, you know, what's next? What's um anything cooking? Any scoop? You got working on it, whatever. Uh. Well, you know, I, I share so much content with people and in, in my trainings. Like you mentioned, I do sales customer service okay. for hospitality. Right. But also, um, you know, I've done for a couple of hotel vendors. I'm pretty much open. Um, but my goal right now is to put that content on one platform. Of course, so we started a YouTube channel. <laughs> GTSTV, nice. I call it. Because right. I like to be creative. <laughs> and just have some fun with it. So I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about working more with hospitality students and you know as I've started that and really building a better bridge right. for, from you know um, their college years and graduating and into getting into our industry so I just want to reach back as one of those individuals there are so many doing it but I want to play my active role right. in ensuring they're more prepared for industry because I mean have you seen how many hotels are being built oh, it's, it's crazy, it's crazy right? so who's going to work in them right. and we yeah. can do it forever right Right. So I think we've it's it's time to really take even a bigger, bigger vested interest. Well said. All right. So um, that wraps up this episode of the Georgia podcast. Again, uh, thanks for your time and and kudos on your job transition, on your book, especially the nonprofits. It's very inspiring what you're doing there. And I would definitely encourage people to get involved and uh, check that out. So we'll see you next time on the next episode of the Georgia podcast. On behalf of the Pro Business Channel, we thank you for listening to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com. 
and by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co-working, private offices, and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at serendipitylabs.com. Join Rich Casanova for the next Georgia podcast and download on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.